0: Oh, man, do I have one for you guys. Here we go. There exists a threat. From anti-hunting groups to politicians trying to give our land away, and we won't stand for it. Those vast western landscapes provide the space for our wildlife to thrive and a place for hunters and anglers to fuel the fire that sparks their soul. In this show, we share our love of hunting, fishing, and conservation. Here, we provide the foundation to meet these threats through passion, and the grit of the American outdoorsman. Welcome to the Western Huntsman Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Western Huntsman Podcast. This is Jim Huntsman, the host... And I'm coming at you from the Broken Time studio right here in Clark Fork, Idaho, in snowy Clark Fork, Idaho. Uh, I was able to kind of dig a trench through the snow to get to the studio here. So um, I've got a really good one for you today. If you guys listened a few weeks back, um, I had Guy from Western Contours on. And uh, we uh, apparently made an impact there because I have never had an episode received so much feedback both good and bad but mostly good and so that is good that it was mostly good uh we we had a conversation about hunters and and some of the behavioral things that hunters are doing both on social media and and perceptions and and just uh, a, a wide range of topics that we talked about that we feel are important that hunters need to focus on for a while uh if we're concerned about the future of hunting and so that is Going to be along the lines of what we're talking about today, but Guy and I have added a very dangerous element to this conversation <laughs> by bringing on Joe Gillia from Elk Bros. A real sleazy one. <laughs> <laughs> a real sleazy one. So guys, give it up and uh, welcome Joe Gillia from Elk Bros. and Guy Duplanchet from Western Contours. How you guys doing?
1: Evening, boys. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm dangerous, man. I'm ready. I'm I'm
0: ready to rock. Man. Yeah, I'll bet you. Are. Well, you guys are already fired up. We've been talking for 20 minutes already. I I should have recorded mm-hmm. that. Guy was secretly
2: recording us. I so. was secretly recording it. Hey, wait, so, so hold on. You said we got some bad comments last time I talked. We only had good. So what was the bad?
0: We had a couple of people. <laughs> I I got a couple of emails, and and mind you, when I when I say we got some serious feedback, like. I don't know if I have two or three episodes that if you combined all the emails and messages I got would equal the amount I got off of that one. And, That's and, good, man. Yeah, and so some, some of them were – we. I did have some people that disagreed with uh, some of the stuff we talked about, and that is fine uh, because I am always of the opinion that, that disagreement is healthy and, and fine. It's okay uh, as long as it doesn't get nasty and we could we could talk about it you know like Absolutely. grown-ups do right um and you, with you putting me on the spot I can't specifically remember what the disagreement was i I think I had like three messages that were like um something along the line i think we were talking about how hunters focus too much on hunting and not enough on I, I don't remember any anyway, I'd have to look it up man and I don't have it on me. <laughs>
2: Been, that's I mean, OK. You know, you know it would have been nice to address those things. Right. So maybe we could, you know, turn that not some. Well, maybe turn that person around, but also, you know, listen to what they had to say. And then maybe that's a correction, of course, for us. So that's that's yeah. why I was asking.
0: And I think right? if, if you're going gonna, to your point, you know, with those different opinions, if if you're going to dig into it, here's what I'll tell you. Is when I say it is good to have some disagreement and and discussion around what those disagreements might be and and different ideas as to solutions uh, to some of the problems we face. That is what is healthy. But when people send me nasty mes- messages and it's just kind of like this hate-filled rant of, of BS, I, I don't oh, yeah. I don't pay attention to it. And that's that's really what it was. And honestly, I'll, I that's that's nothing new on my show. I'll, I'll get I'll get some hate mail um periodically. Um, well you so, can email email
2: me at guy at westerncontours.com if you want to uh throw hate. I, I kinda I want to get into that. Yeah. So let's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm good with let's, that. Let's share the hate and Yeah. At I'm, the
1: same time. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but there, the thing about hate mail is just like jokes. There's an element of truth or element of feeling and mm-hmm. all of that. And so, you know, finding out what that is and uh and trying to find a solution instead of just being part of the problem that, you know exactly. it, it, yeah it's got its pluses i mean that's that's why we are where we are um with a lot of this stuff is because there is not conversation happening anymore it mm-hmm. it is these jabs, it is these emotions it is these digs and we as a hunting community man we're just as guilty of it as as anybody man within ourselves so
2: yeah yeah, yeah very true well yeah if it struck a chord i mean that says a lot to me right there right
0: Mm-hmm. It and it did it did and and that's that's kind of the goal with this right that's that's why we're talking and we want to strike a chord and we want to make a, an impact and and you guys are are positive influences on the on the hunting community and i feel like if if we all just get some uh, some unity uh out of this mm-hmm. uh that i think that that's going to be a key and that that kind of leads me to one of the emails that i wanted to uh read specifically to you guy but um this was it, it's a really good idea because this is one of the things we talked about. I'll just read it. It's from a, a listener named James Jones, and mm-hmm. he sent it in. Um, I hope. I think I asked him if it was okay if I said his name, but I, I'm sure it is. Um, Too late now, James. Uh, sorry, James. Yeah. If, it, if it's not, you're going to be famous, man. No, Hold um, it against Jim and not Joe and Guy. My fault, Jim's fault. My fault. Uh, <laughs> so it says Jim. I was listening to the podcast with Guy from Western Contours. Great interview. The one thing that caught my ear was the raffle that Guy had and was so disappointed on the turnout. You've interviewed Mm -hmm. a lot of great other people that has a podcast of their own. Is there a way that other podcasts could come together and do a joint raffle if I would... uh, Joint raffle. Sorry. I'm trying to read it here. If if I would have known about the raffle, I would have definitely signed up for it probably more than once at $5 a draw, but I am not a consistent listener to Guy's podcast, and... Uh, didn't know about it or even heard about it, but listened to a few other podcasts of people that you have had on your podcast. I hope it makes sense what you're trying to get across. If you had, let's say, five podcasts all doing the same raffle, it would work out and uh, a lot better Thanks. Okay, so basically what he's saying there is there's people that listen to um, blue-collar elk hunting, right? Uh, yeah, that don't listen to the Western uh, Huntsman.
1: We're very few, but we have a couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's people that listen to Western Contours that that don't listen to the Western Huntsman. There's people listen to my show that that don't listen to some of the other shows. So, um, what what he's kind of getting at is is instead of just one platform trying to run like a raffle to raise money for you know S- Sportsman's Alliance for just throw that out there. Um is, is having multiple platforms kind of come together, and I thought it was a good idea, and I'd, I'd be up for it if you guys are up for it, uh, doing something along those lines. So I'm gonna
2: uh, can I address it real quick? Yeah. Um, yeah. the first the first problem is he doesn't listen to my podcast consistently. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and outside of that, man, I, I, I would agree, right? I, the hardest part is, well, I guess it's not a hard part is that some of us have that we deal with certain companies, um, you know, be it on an affiliate basis or whatever, what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's lines there, right. To, to keep.
0: Yeah. um, That, that popped into my mind too.
2: Yeah. But, but ultimately for me, um, I, I would do it right. And, and if a company that backs me uh, or is helping me, or I have an affiliate code, whatever it is, had an issue with us trying to, Promote what that raffle was promoting or or pushing. Um, I, I would have to have a conversation with them about that, right? And mm-hmm. one of the reasons for me that is, that I don't I don't want to be pushy, you know. Hey Jim, hey Joe, hey because there's a lot of ask, right? There's a lot of ask of all of us, mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes our views don't necessarily align with with the people that we're supporting, the companies that we're supporting, the the um, NTOs that we're supporting. So, and it's just wanting to do it. So you do it, right? You don't, maybe you don't give it all the thought, but I think that's a great idea, um, you know, to come together in that realm. And then I just want to address, so thank you for that idea. But then I want to address the disappointment part of it, right? And and it, I don't know how that sounds, right? But when I when I heard that right now, it made me feel like, oh, dude, did I come off like that? And, and part of me is like, I'm sorry that I came off like that, but the other part of me is like I'm really not sorry, because yeah, I, sorry I but not want, sorry. Yeah, I want us to do more, and and I don't I don't have a huge platform, right? So so I get the limited reach, but I think I said it on there, right? I have you know just on IG, I have X amount of followers. If that was a dollar or five dollars. Right, we might have funded something for Sportsman's Alliance, you know, for the next three or four months or something, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. or help them with an ad campaign, and that's really where the disappointment part of it comes in because I feel like I failed um, is it, it, is the well, biggest I mean, thing. Like I it's... wanted to do more, I had a bigger expectation, and I let the people that supported that raffle down, and the companies that supported that raffle down, and Sportsman's
0: Alliance down. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and, and it, I, I think that disappointment, when you, when you talk about that, I've, I've been disappointed in that same way as well. Uh, and and it's, it's a disappointment not in anybody particular, but there is a level of disappointment in the level of commitment that maybe what? people talk about how they have a level of commitment but aren't willing to put their money where their mouth is. And, and that might sound mm-hmm. harsh – but I mean, we need to talk in harsh terms, uh, it, it, for to solve a lot of these issues. Like, we need people to step up. We we need people to put their money where their mouth is. Like, if this is important to you, that then we need to come together and come up with some solutions. And and that that solution having like a multi platform raffle, that's that's one thing, right? There's other things we can come up with, and that that's kind of what we're gonna talk about on this show. Uh, but there's there's a lot of different approaches to this the the disappointment comes in when we feel like we have a level of support to achieve these objectives that are kind of mutually beneficial to all hunters but when it comes down to it the support just really doesn't show up right
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: yeah
1: and and and, you know i think a big part of that jim is that a lot of people bring their own um it's actually part of the symptom for what's going on with us in our community anyway, is that people bring their own thought processes, their own outlook, their own um, divisions and how they think about what and how things should go within our industry or within our um, our outdoor lifestyle as to, for example, when you have an organization like Sportsman, Sportsman's Alliance or you have um, – uh, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, as they get bigger and as they start to support the things they support, people start to nitpick at, oh, that, uh, but I don't support that. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they said something there that I don't agree with. Well, that's fine and good. Again, I think this is part of the, the problem with what we are trying to do as being unified is that everybody wants to nitpick as to what part works for them and what part doesn't instead of protecting our overall outdoor lifestyle And being a part of the conversation with those groups. I mean, part of the problem is that people don't have the time to do that. They're living lives. That's exactly what you were talking about before, the both of you, is that, you know, uh, (laughs) we we all get caught up in that. But having somebody that is doing that 24-7 and looking at that, um, that's going to be a plus if they're not doing it exactly the way we feel that they should be doing it. Well, our voice is within that family where we get mm-hmm. to have those conversations. So I think it's better that we... we get behind those organizations because there's things that are said. I mean, Guy, you and I have conversations. I think, Jim, you and I have conversations. I am a supporter of Sportsman's Alliance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a paid supporter of that. Uh, Do they say everything that I feel they should say? No. Should I have those conversations? Well, heck yeah, man. If I want to be a part of that change it's better for me to talk to people within that community that understand where we can do growing and growth in between all of us and go out on a united front it's that yeah i i think i think it's critical that we get behind organizations that support our outdoor lifestyle and promote that and educate and help fight for than fighting amongst ourselves man we we have to do things to be part of the solution instead of continually being part of the problem
2: man and that was your episode of the western huntsman for this week thank you mr thanks joe we'll just (laughs) wrap it up (laughs) yeah i mean that's the that's the mic drop right i mean it, it yeah i was okay i was sitting in there and this is kind of ironic for me to be watching i was watching the matrix uh reloaded i don't know why it was i was sitting there waiting for this and it it came up so i started watching it and i was a few minutes in and it kind of made me laugh going into this conversation because he's sitting there and he's talking to a lady and she says uh you know we're all here to do what we're all here to do and Mm -hmm. the only way that we get there is together Mm-hmm. And she's talking about the future, right? I mean, that that is what Joe just said. The only way that we get there is together. Yep. If we yep. want to see this the way we, whatever your outlook is, right? I don't care if you're slinging 600 grain, you know, wood arrows or, you know, lightning fast carbon. The only way we see the future and stop losing opportunity and stop losing, you know, numbers and, you can talk about numbers and where those are all at. Um is, is together is a united front and, and voicing it. And, and just like Joe said, he supports uh sportsman's Alliance. That's where, you know, that's where my head is at and it may not align. You may not align with sportsman's Alliance. It may be Dare foundation, right? Um, but you, you, you got to align with something and make sure that it's all full circle, right? Don't, don't forget about the guys that are, you know, trapping in New Mexico uh, case in point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, forget Spring about those guys hunters. that are stopping in, Yeah, in in Washington, forget about those guys because you don't do it. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're gonna lose it if we're separated, It, it just it, it's sad, man.
0: Well, I want to talk about when when we boil all this out and shake it out, right? And, and mm-hmm. get down to like this this foundational level. I want to talk about what the problems are because we could we, okay. we could we could talk about. You know how we need to be unified and, and all this stuff and come up with some solutions and and all that is great, but we really need to identify. It's like it's like if I'm an alcoholic, you know, I need to identify that I'm an alcoholic. What do they call that? The first uh, first yeah, step, first to, step in to yeah,
1: recognizing yeah, recognizing better. Right?
0: So so yeah, mm-hmm. so let's recognize it. And I want to go back and I want to kind of throw myself under the bus as to what I'm trying to get at here. Um. When I was in my 20s I was a lot worse at hunting than I am now and that's saying something all right that's not a that's not a small <laughs> statement but I remember you know when I'm in my 20s um, hunting to me was a huge part of my life and it was really important to me but I I was finding that it was like this egocentric thing for me and this was before social media. Uh, uh-huh. it, it was it was a thing where i wanted people to think that I was a really good hunter right and and right. i'm just admitting it it's and I think a lot of people are like this i know a lot of people that uh, throughout my life uh very rarely ever put a tag on anything but they talked as if they were experts and not that there's anything particularly wrong with that in itself but what it exposes is that The ego that is behind hunting and hunting is in a a lot of ways like a lot of other uh, I hate to use the word art form, but there is a but but it is kind of an art. It's a craft and it's something that is very personal. It's something that is usually very deep seated in, in, in an individual man or woman. It's something that is in many of us seated in our childhood, or uh, a passion that grew out of a, an experience when we became adults, and and now it's it's got us you know locked into this uh, you know almost obsession level uh, lifestyle that that we all love, and so. It's it's a lot like when I was and guy you could you can attest to this playing in a band there was a lot of ego involved in that right The you know the, you want to be the best drummer you want to be the best bassist or uh, the the most gigging band in, on the local scene or whatever.
2: Uh, and, and we are just honey, trying to get bras thrown on the stage, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that, there's that part. And, and <laughs> um, the the I guess the The point is is I I want to highlight the essential ego draw I don't know if I'm saying that right. That probably doesn't even make any any sense, but following you you though. People that don't know what those words mean will think I'm really smart. Um, the, but do you guys know what I'm getting at? The the very personalized I, I thing that hunting is, right? And, and and the the ego that is behind hunting, and so this gets exasperated exasperated when when we're talking about like social media and Facebook and and when back in the day when I was a kid, there was still ego involved in hunting, but it wasn't on the level that it is now because it was what you and I talked about, guy. Face to face. When you talk hunting, it was face to face, or over the phone, or whatever. It was in-person communication. It wasn't somebody in Idaho sitting behind a keyboard uh, talking smack to somebody in New Mexico uh, for the kind of bow they're using, or the the mm-hmm. size of the elk they took, or or anything along those lines. Uh, and so by via this this improved advanced level of communication that we're, we all have that we're connected and, and, and can just chime in whenever to whoever has has helped in a lot of ways but it's also broadened the hostility in terms of what hunting is wh- as to how it relates to our egos and how hunting can feed our egos and I think that we need to identify that hunting can feed your ego in a very negative way as well as in a positive way uh, depending sure. on your outlook and do you guys have anything to add to that
1: uh, I, I just think i I just think all of that is I mean you, you hit the nail on the head is back in your 20s is back when you're 16 17 18 you see people Rotary yeah you know, yeah well well it's not even that it's just the <laughs> whole rite of passage and age and maturity type yeah. thing yep you know uh I you know I yeah, ego and ego can be a positive thing it can be a negative thing um and I think tempered with uh with some perspective and age and, and mentorship, Mm -hmm. all of that starts to come into, you know, into the right realm, but it's also a driving force. It's a reason to work hard. It's, it has a lot to it. Um, And I don't know that that is so much um, the problem and with, you know, social media or how, how we do all this. I, I think all of it is, You're right. When ego is to the point where you're putting other people down just to raise yourself up, when it becomes a crab theory, when you can't uh, listen to other people because, you know, they're peons and you know everything and you're right. Well, those people end up finding themselves out on an island anyway. That's only going to last so long. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I I just hate the destructive part of it. And, And here's where I hate it is. I hate. I, I think there's two fronts, Jim. I think where we're at right now, and and here's. I'm going to give you my commentary. That's food for thought, all right. Because I listened to y'all's last podcast as well. I loved it, man. I I just uh, ate it up, and I was one of those people commented, and I threw in the hate mail. (laughs) 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 Uh Aha! That that makes a lot of sense. That's where some of those emails came from, huh? (laughs) But but I actually think our problem exists on two fronts, and I I think it's the division that we do amongst ourselves for whatever reason. And, and I think some of that is industry driven. Uh, I think there's other garbage that we bring to the table that I'm going to talk about as well. But uh, I think it's also the divisiveness that we create with people outside of us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, look, so the reason that we look at everything that's happening to hunting these days is we talk about anti-hunters, um, the anti-hunting bills, um, all of the things. What what is the percentage of us that that hunt
0: in the United States today? Have you got any numbers on generally it? less than ten percent?
1: Yeah, absolutely. When back in the 70s it was something like high 24 30 mm-hmm. percent, something like that yeah it, it, so it, it can, peaked
0: out like late 70s early 80s i and uh, don't quote me on this but I, I believe it was in the low 30 percentile
1: yeah and so you see all this so our numbers are really going down and yet uh, now we can say that this is anti-hunting but what we do is we start Rewording and adding additional labels and stereotypes for yeah. all of um, the the things that we don't like either personally or through our religion or through our politics, and we throw that in the pile as anti hunters. Man, we start we. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had somebody that just came on. My my headphones started beeping. I thought I lost you for a oh. second.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry about that. But what we need to do is we need to doggone refocus and understand that anti-hunters are anti-hunters. That just because somebody is a non-hunter doesn't make them an anti-hunter. Just because they're a conservationist doesn't make them an anti-hunter. In fact, nothing could be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Think about this. How many men and women that hunt have spouses that choose not to hunt? Me? Yeah. Well, are they anti-hunters because they
0: no. are non-hunters? And, no. And, and to that point, Joe, just real quick, uh, th- that huh? is, I think, what our focus should be are those people that aren't hunters but they're not anti-hunters. Like my wife is one of those. But, yeah, but absolutely. But she'll get on my case if I don't get enough uh, wild game meat in the freezer. But – um. There- there goes my phone now. That's the joys of recording over the phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. She'll get on my case if I don't bring home enough, uh, you know, wild game meat. Uh, it, but yet she doesn't want to go out and do it. And 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 then there's there's families that neither nobody in the family hunts, right? They're and they're not yep. opposed, and they're not for. And I I guess the point I'm trying to make to so you can get back to your point there, is mm-hmm. is that that is what our focus should be is is making sure that those types of people don't fall into the anti-hunting category because they've seen so much negativity come out of the hunting side. I, I absolutely just not. a point I wanted to throw out.
2: Yeah, because Should what they, they've done is go ahead. Should they be our focus? Sorry, Jojo. Should they be our focus though? I mean,
0: what, when, when, we, it, we when it comes to what what I, I guess what I'm getting at there, guy, is is when we're talking about messaging and how how we're presenting as hunters, um that it should be, it should be, because our future depends on whether or not their opinion is going to levitate towards an anti-hunting feeling, or or a continue on with how they're at. They they don't really have an opinion about it. Them not having yeah. an, an opinion about it, or even giving them a taste of positivity that comes out of hunting, um, mm-hmm. should be a, a key factor in in the future of hunting. And and that's just but, that's my opinion. But that
2: would but that would be. I, to Joe's point, would be us culling our infighting, right? That, And we're already, already or always on the defensive. So if we're focusing on the non-hunting demographic that doesn't really have an opinion, if we can cull our infighting, then can we take some of that energy and place it, on the anties because the anties they don't really have the inside They they want to see no, the end of don't. this, right? But our focus isn't on them or improving ourselves, right? Like if we focus on what they're doing, and there's some some lessons to be learned from them. They've played a great game over the years, yes. right? Yep. If absolutely. we can if we can hone in on that, I think we're better off if they don't have an opinion, hey, if you want to come in the fold This is the fold. But if we're representing hunting in a light that doesn't give the aunties fuel and stop the infighting, which is fuel for them, in my opinion, um, then we're doing ourselves a better justice and we're able to take our focus to, you know, air quote, the enemy.
0: You know, I, I agree with most of what you said there, guy. Um, but there's some disagreement there, and it's it, probably because you you probably shoot a 6.5 Creedmoor, um, and <laughs> you know things like that. But
1: <laughs> well, I, and and I, what what I'm trying to say is our infighting is something that we absolutely have to work on. I mean, we talk about the united front, but the other thing is we got to quit alienating and throwing these other people into a negative stance, into a defensive stance that really um, could end up being allies for us instead of us saying, oh, you're a vegan or, you know, uh, having that uh, that urban rural thing or, you know, um, just because they're a non-hunter or let's say that they're a uh, and I hate the daggum liberal word and conservative words. I just drives me nuts that that pigeonholing that happens there because you know, people constantly throw um, that somebody is uh, an anti-hunter because they're a liberal.
0: So, Joe, um, or yeah, go ahead. You don't like it when I make Democrat jokes. <laughs> oh, buddy, uh, look, I am the easiest. Man. You forget the crew. You
1: forget the crew that I travel with, man. I no, don't travel.
0: <laughs> clearly, I'm totally kidding. But I want to. I want to expand on what you just said, there, Joe. Can, can you expand on? When you talk about, um, you know, all all jokes aside, because I'm guilty Uh of what you just said, and and I think that what what happens is is we get it in our mind like vegans are just anti-hunters, right? And and that's because there is a percentage of vegans that are very vocal uh, and put out things like this proposition i-13 or something in oregon i can't remember yeah. the name of it i-13. where it's like it's like oh we're gonna get rid of ranching and farming and artificial insemination of cattle and hunting and agriculture yeah, this all this stuff it's just it's just mm-hmm. bizarre i mean it's a bizarre but, you know, but so yeah getting back Joe, mm-hmm. I want you to expand on what you mean by that because that's that's what pops into our minds. I think a lot of the times we hear vegan, we think we think that, right? Oh man, they're they're coming yeah. after us because they're vegan.
1: Well, it's the same it's the same thing that people do with hunters, man. They they make us a political point instead of a a chosen lifestyle. Hunting is a lifestyle. It is not the um
0: the, it, only, it, the one thing I would challenge you, and and I I really huh? sorry about cutting you off there. No, that's all right. But but the one thing I would challenge that point is I I don't feel like hunters on a mass scale have this really loud vocal m- minority that goes out there and attacks vegans' lifestyle just for the sake of them being vegan as in the same way that that small vegan majority that's very vocal attacks Cue our lifestyle. To my it, point. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. But again… It's with anything, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we, we always uh, talk about California being caught up a certain political way in California. Liberals. Whereas that, that, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, but you, you, you can go off the streets of <laughs> California, man. And you can ask, you could go and ask a hundred people political questions. You're going to get 10%. They're going to give you another 10. They're like, what, what are you talking about, man? Most they don't can stick it they could friggin' care less about some of that stuff. It's just the vocal part of it that mm-hmm. ends up, putting something on everybody. I mean that's the way it is with anything. I mean you belong to an organization. You can have an organization of a thousand people, but how many of those thousand are really doing the work, man? You know, there's ten yeah. of them that yeah. show up all the time and they're the loudest, they're more vocal. And so everybody in that group gets tagged with whatever goes on with that. So the the point that I'm trying to make is that the anti-hunters are found in every walk of life, man. They're meat eaters, vegetarians, urbanites, rural, Democrats, Republicans, folks of every religion, man. They are anti-hunters. It's 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 not something where you know uh, they fall in because they're certain race, creed, color. It's it's not that way. It's how they believe. I, I know plenty of meat eaters that are anti-hunters, and that's that just drives me crazy. You know when we have that argument but you know mm-hmm. it is so i think what we have to do is quit murking up the water and throwing our personal tolerations our own political issues into the mix and that's what we do when emotions start happening man we we start you know i i was just listening uh on uh actually i was looking on a uh, social media platform the other day where somebody had been trolled and and um They got attacked by a non-hunter that called a murderer, blah, 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 all these different things. Well, that person responded in an awesome way, educating. And it's not that you're necessarily going to educate that troll because a lot of times they don't want to hear it, right? But you are educating those other people that might be reading that or taking part in that. And it was a lot of positive comments (laughs) Then when somebody else came in. And said, Well, that troll probably wears three masks and has had all their inoculations and, and 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 I was like, Yeah, yeah. The whole... Here we went, man. Yeah, we, we brought in this other garbage that distracted from our focus that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. What is somebody's line of thinking on COVID have to do with what we're trying to do as far as hunters. You know what I'm saying?
0: So Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how a how a virus became this polarizing political statement, well, but but it has but, that's, but- but yeah and that's just
1: part of the argument. I hear it all the time in different ways, you know, that you know it's what happens is we get lazy, Jim. We get lazy in attacking people because it's so much easier to say that they're a liberal or they're a conservative or you know they're a vegan or they're an anti. I mean, we just get real lazy instead of, you know, calling a spade a
2: spade and sticking it, with that, right? Is that lazy or is that unarmed? that's how i i'm starting to believe that it's unarmed right it's not a lazy stance but what we do have you mean this, by that well oh, have okay, a I'll, just, I'll i'll relate it to hunting right what's mm-hmm. our argument as why we hunt what is what is the 95% of the time answer to fill the freezer that does not tell an anti-hunter or a non-hunter the whole story right but we can't have the conversation beyond that because that's been the narrative for so GD long, well I do have mm-hmm. to fill the freezer and it's what I want to do you, you can't go into the battle or the gunfight with a knife we know that, right, it's typically it's a losing battle mm-hmm. um, we go into these things unarmed and people are already they're already swayed, right, uh, you've got a staunch conservative and you got, you know uh, a liberal error, and, you know, you guys are going to battle and then it's going to go fist to cuff as soon as you got some some support, just like, you know, that threat. Um and, and I find more times than not that people are unarmed for the conversation. They're not there to have a conversation as to let me give you my viewpoints and why and try and sway you in your thought process, but give you their opinion based on facts uh, and a little emotion and feeling there is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but that, that kind of goes back to my point where as hunters, why don't we focus on the anti hunters, right? If we have the backing of hunters and the infighting is another conversation, why wouldn't I, I don't need to convert a hunter. I don't need to convert a non hunter. I need to change the opinion and dwindle the numbers on the anti side. I need to take my enemy and make my enemy, my friend. But right. but you need but you need at the same time not to alienate that non-hunter.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, that, I I think that's a tall that order, is, man. Uh, it,
2: it, it absolutely it is. But the problem is, what are, why are they winning? Why are they winning? Because they can go in and they can go in with their data, and they can tug on emotion, and they can grab those people. Why are we falling? Because the conversation always ends up with, and I, I'm saying always, and excuse me, folks, for broad stroking, a fill in the freezer, mm-hmm. right? That isn't the only reason I go out, and I'll go back to the ego thing. I go out in September to kill my mother effing ego. I want, I don't want to have any shroud <laughs> of ego. You need a little humble soup. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep, I want, yep. I want the entire humble pie during September. Right, that is one of my think. I'm gonna go kick the out of you guy. So when you come back, you're a better man. That that is it. I
0: want to kind of tell that story. I, exactly. No, I, and I agree with that. And I I want to just kind of touch on that that one of the points you were making there when you're talking about the difference between active hunters and active anti hunters that and these uh-huh. uh, and let's say. Just for the sake of, I don't know if you want to call it the, the side of the pendulum or, or whatever, you've got you've got 10% of, and we're just talking about the 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 states, the United States, uh, and I, I imagine that it is pretty similar, but it might be a little lopsided one side for our friends in Canada, but I'm not totally sure. I'll have to, uh, I got my buddy Tim Reamer up there, he might be able to. Uh, if you're listening to this, Tim, fill me in on this and let me know how either off or right I am. But let's talk about the United States and this pendulum swing or, or however you want to classify that. But you've got 10% of the population that are active hunters, and that's high. That, that's, a, that's a high guess, guesstimate mm-hmm. right there. Um, right. And then you've got on the complete opposite side, you've got the 10% of the anti-hunters. And, mm-hmm. and it's the 80% in between that um, could really make the difference. So my, what I want to I say what the big difference between an active hunter – and, and an anti-hunter, when you're looking at those two groups, there there is a huge difference. And and you, you ask the question, guy, why are they so effective? Why are anti-hunters so effective? Because anti-hunters have an activist mission. That's why. this is not something that they were just like as as for for me, for example, I, I was born into a hunting family. I was out there tripping over logs trying to keep up with my dad when I was four years old. And uh, th- this is just what is normal, right? This is, this is my life. Uh, this is how I was raised. It is a part of me in a way that cannot be taken out of my mentality or my, my soul uh, to get really dramatic. Now on anti hunter on on the complete opposite side this is an activist position so they have to have a mission our mission is just a uh is a is a vague way to say that we're we're going to keep hunting we want to go hunting what's going to be our next tag what kind of points do I have in this state what kind of weapon do I want to buy I like this camo I like these boots I like that pack and and you know that that's it's very individualistic and it's very selfish and self-centered uh which is normal for um things that are similar in terms of lifestyle as hunting. When you, when you go back and you look at the, the anti-hunting side, and, and I'm just trying to kind of paint a picture of, of why and, and why it's relevant that we know this. Um, you look at the activist side. The, these are the anti-hunters that are, that are actively seeking and working to shut hunting down uh, like the folks over there, like the Humane Society of the United States over there in Washington that has uh, got their way with the spring bear hunt. Um, uh-huh. When when we're looking at those folks, they have an activist mission, and and so when they see, you know, we see somebody choosing a different weapon, and so we wanna we wanna justify our own decision, and and you know, I wanna shoot a 300 Win Mag, uh, so that person isn't as, as good or as smart as I am because they're shooting uh, a a 6.5 Creedmoor. What they're looking at is I'm gonna be a part of this organization because we're gonna shut down this particular hunt. And you know what, my friends over here at the Center for Biological Diversity, um, hopefully they'll chime in and help us too, because their goal is the same, and their goal is to get rid of haunting, because it is a very much out of the norm, non-human uh, approach to a very natural thing, and it, it makes you, in order to have that kind of objective, you must be an activist type kind of mindset, you must be fanatical in, in, that, in that sense. And the problem that we have when it comes from that side is they draw in the people from that 80% group that we were talking about. And, they, they, and there you go. They draw them in, the people that are just kind of on the edge. They're very good at propagating messages in a way that tugs at the heartstrings of that, that 80%. And so that 80%, you get these people pulling out their checkbooks and donating $25 here and $100 there and, and liking their posts on, on social media. And and that's how that site grows, and that's why they're so much more effective. Okay, so hashtag, hashtag a new shirt,
2: hashtag activist hunter. Why aren't we? We know that you just explained. Dude, I'm going to
0: trademark that.
2: Right. Why (laughs) are we not taking that stance, or why are we not coming together in that manner if we care so much about what we do? And before before you jump
1: on that point, even more importantly, why are we alienating those other eighty mm-hmm. percent by by politicizing hunting and saying that oh you're a vegan or you're a you're a liberal or you're a democrat or you're a republican and so you don't belong with us. We we are we are throwing out these labels and names and 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 call you know, it we've just brought in this very divisive attitude that has just filtered through all of these political things that have happened. And we are alienating people in that 80% who we are going to need when that 10% of antis are making the moves that they're making. And it, we're making it real easy for people to go, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they, they already feel uncomfortable with how they're being treated, man. You know, mm, you, you brought yeah. up the vegans, for example, you know, and, and and I've talked to you about this, that my own daughter is a vegan. Now, I would say in the purest sense of the word, no, because she will at times still eat wild game, but she will not eat um Meat that she doesn't know where it's come from if it hasn't come from the woods, man. She doesn't do that. And yet, you know, most of the time, in fact, she has a hard time with proteins now because she's been living vegan so long. But she hunts. You know, she hunts with Mm -hmm. me. She supports the hunting. I was blown away when you you told me that. (laughs) Well, but why, man? I mean, because it's it's not it's not the how
0: she eats. Yeah, but it's not the normal. It's not the norm, right? There's not. I I I would be super curious to know if I could count more uh, than just what's on my fingers. How many people are vegans and hunters? It's a very unique thing, and it's super cool, actually.
1: Well, I, you know, to me, I, and I couldn't tell you, Jim, because, you know, I really don't know, um, you know, how many vegans out there, you know, choose to do one with the other. But I know that they choose a particular lifestyle of what they eat. That's what it's all about, right? It's yep. not about how they work. It's not about, you know, what their religion or your Political affiliation is because of their lifestyle, what they've chosen to eat and put in their body. If anybody should understand and align with other people on what they choose to eat and put in their body, body they would understand that. So why are we alienating them just because of what they choose or how they choose to eat? Why are we saying? And I've heard people say this that you know that uh, all antis want is a vegan utopia. No, (laughs) they don't want people, they don't want people hunting and and shooting animals. That's what they want. Has nothing to do with whether or not they want everybody to eat only vegetables. Like I said, there's a lot of antis out there that eat meat, man. So, uh, yeah, I,
0: man, I, you know, not to get off topic there, but I'd be super interested to see how that Thanksgiving conversation goes when you've got a daughter that's a vegan, now, granted, your <laughs> daughter is unique, okay, because she she's huh? a hunter and she supports what you do and you support what she does and all that kind of stuff. But a vegan sitting there with her dad, who is Coach Joe Gillia of the Elk Hunting <laughs> Blue Collar Academy, or <laughs> you know, and so oh, it's, yeah. it's quite the uh, the the dichotomy, if you will. Uh, but I I want to I want you to expand well, on you, that you Joe got... in a way. Oh, sorry, guy, go ahead, man.
2: No, 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 worries. You, you well, you have dietary vegans and you have ethical vegans, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the dietary right. vegans they that they may go out. not that shows daughter, right? But a true ethical vegan, that's you know, that's somebody that's just going out. Uh, I shouldn't say going out. they're they're going out, but they care about animals so much, right? They they don't want to take any life, um, mm-hmm. an animal's life. Mm-hmm. So that would that would be the difference that, there. And it's a and great I don't know point. that it's. I don't know that it's all. I think it's probably a bit more common than than we would think, right? And this goes back to my earlier point, is if we shared the story outside of just the freezer filling and we shared the story of of why we love it so much and and what it does to us and where it takes us as a person and spiritually, I think you would have more dietary vegans and less ethical vegans, or you'd be able to make, you know, that that transfer over with some of those people so again you know why don't we focus on those yeah so
0: that and that's that's a really good point and and i think that it, between what you just said guy and what joe was saying uh i i think that it's important in I, i'm not speaking for all of us certainly but i'll speak for me personally um it's foundationally as as a man and as a human and as a as a citizen of the United States of America, I could care less if somebody's a vegan i I don't care if somebody's mm-hmm. a vegan I don't care if they're a republican I don't care if they're a democrat uh I don't care if they're a hunter or they're a non hunter i I don't care if they're a Mormon or a catholic i don't I don't care if I don't care like i I literally don't care what somebody's lifestyle choices are, and that's the beauty of America and the land of the free. The, the uh-huh. part that gets wrong, and it's generally not started by the hunting side, but where, where we as a nation go wrong is where we get these groups that don't have that mindset, and they think that their lifestyle is the only lifestyle that is acceptable, and so everybody else needs to change to fit their um, viewpoint of the world. And, is and that a hunting that, conversation? Th- it is, that is a hunting conversation <laughs> because we've got people that are, again, these are not your typical vegans or non-hunters or anything like that. We, we've we got these people that are activists, and they want to force me to stop doing what I love to do or how I live my life or how I pursue my own destiny in a in a, in a free mm-hmm. country, right? And, and that is what I think is really bothersome. To, to me and that's where I get fired up and then I become guilty because I get emotional about somebody trying to tell me how Boom. I can live my life and I start Boom. attacking right and but that's a societal issue that, it, that, that is a societal just, issue it, it, and, but but we live hunting. in a in a society where part of us are hunters and, and so it's it's a hunting issue as well mm-hmm. yeah but but you just you just hit the nail on the head it's all about no emotion, emotion. Mm-hmm.
1: and, and It's we end up doing the same thing that we start criticizing our 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 own um, uh, legislatures about doing about going with emotion instead of the science or you know uh, we end up doing the same thing it all comes down to um, dividing with labeling and name calling and because of emotions man and instead of keeping our head and let me tell you something look anti hunters like you said, are activists, they have a plan. All right. And what we are doing is falling into that plan because Mm -hmm. look, y'all, the easiest way to over to beat something is to divide and and conquer. Absolutely. And I tell you what, I totally believe that anti hunting groups and agendas exist in every political party, or front and encourage rhetoric that inflames emotions and creates divisions that are going to weaken our front from the inside out. Yeah, I mean you, you see it in within our own, like you said. I mean you throw the creed more out there. I mean that's that's the, the joke within our our realm there.
0: But, I made a song I about mean, the Creed more once.
1: Right, right, yeah. Don't
0: please don't sing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, it, as soon as we start having things happen legislatively that affects our hunting right away, it becomes an urban or rural. It becomes vegan, vegetarian, meat eaters, um, you know, between them. It becomes between rich, middle class and poor, between hippies or homesteaders or private and public landowners, between trophy sport and meat harvest, between free range and high. Sense, man i mean we create all of these decisions i mean divisions right in between you know in between ourselves that weakens us from the inside out mm-hmm. and you don't think that those other agendas can inflame that and and encourage that heck yes man so uh that's where i think we have to be so careful jim look as a coach i learned there's three ways to win a game One way is to go straight at your opponent's strongest point and just beat them at what they're best at. The second was to find the weak points and exploit them. The third way was to create the illusion of a point of attack to draw the strength of that defense while you're really attacking from the weak side. Right? And Mm -hmm. I think we are absolutely falling into the trap of letting people within political machines of (laughs) whatever Mm. party into politicizing this and start attacking each other using those political vices from the inside out, man. Mm. And I think, I think we're being manipulated. I really do. I think we really have to stop and take a look at ourselves and not let ourselves become so emotional that we destroy ourselves from the
2: inside out, yeah, okay, yeah, and well I'm said. gonna throw some I'm gonna throw something in the conversation with with what Joe just said, right? so Go for it. Um, we have a certain large social media presence and media company that's that's owned or was bought a, a large percentage of that company was bought by um, folks that are known to be anti hunting or anti two a. Mm -hmm. that kind of you know that that line of thinking can be thrown into what you're saying there right so how do we how do we go about that how do folks meander through the muddied waters when it when it comes to things like that right um that that you know i don't want to say names that but that person has been a very good voice for hunting and and showing a Side of hunting that a lot of people wouldn't have been exposed to, uh, because the platform is large and is very eloquent in his speaking and his writing, et cetera, et cetera. How do, how do folks meander through that and those tough decisions that we have to make as hunters and, and have these questions answered? And, and how is that a play on our demographic and on our industry? Um, when, when that's going on, we, we use platforms like this. We use platforms even like that
1: and stay intelligent and stay planned in what we're doing and educate. And look, we need to educate everybody that number one, we can, we, we can be a contradiction. We can be an environmentalist and a hunter. We can be a caretaker and a killer. We are that. And, and we just have to, we, we have to be plain about that and educate people intelligently about that, that hunters we are predators we've always been a critical part of this ecosystem and that caring for animals and our ecosystem is totally compatible with our controlled use or involvement as a predator and but we have to do it intelligently man we have to teach those messages and not fall into that that negative pit and start spiraling down because somebody took our cheese away from us, and so we just attacked with anger and with emotion instead of intelligence man mm-hmm. we we gotta we gotta quit letting ourselves being manipulated by other people's plans.
0: can we expand on the manipulation kind of thing that you're talking about uh Joe <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. um. When you say we're being manipulated, are, are you implying that there are organized anti-hunting efforts uh, trolling us maybe on social media or something to Hell divide yeah. us? That That's what you're implying, right? Well,
1: because not only that, dude, but, but I, I, I really think a lot of this stuff goes back to politics. Right? Oh, totally. And, and, you know, look, politics is about numbers. It's about votes. And the best way to guarantee numbers and votes is to polarize a public mindset – with label divisiveness, bullying, using name calling as much as possible to create a them and us. You know, the, the divisive attitude is the best survival method for those people trying to get those votes, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't want people on the fence. You don't want people that are gray. You want black and doggone white. So you know where you stand. Right. And yeah. I, I, it's that. And just like you said, there are people within all of these that find ways. I mean.
0: Why do you think trolls troll, man? Oh, you t- know, I mean, yeah, totally, it, totally. Because I, I, I worry right? about stuff like that. I like, I, I think about stuff like that a lot. And I'm, you know, I'm not some conspiracy theorist, Joe or guy. Uh, but I, I think that I've gotten more, you more know, foil, onto daddy. that side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't quite, I've got the tinfoil, but I haven't I, turned it into a I, hat yet kind of thing. Well, but, I don't think. So. <laughs> I don't think it's conspiracy. I think
1: people it's people honestly doing what they believe in and doing yeah, as much no, as they I, can I to totally, make that come across. Totally
0: yeah. agree with that. Totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm so, talking Jim, about, have, uh, what I'm talking about is is full on. Uh, I like I, I believe that on a world level. Right. I, I believe mm-hmm. there are countries that manipulate us to divide us, to get us to do a certain thing. Oh, so absolutely. That, and we yeah. fall for it and we go for it because, let's mm-hmm. face it, Americans can be very naive to that kind of stuff and that kind of hostility. And so mm-hmm. then that's that's like on this on the macro level. And now we're talking about on, on a micro level. And and we mm-hmm. are being manipulated. We we are totally being manipulated. And like you said, Joe, it all comes from this political uh, atmosphere of polarization and and dividing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, look look at the way people fight over a stupid freaking mask. You know, I, I have never seen anything like this in, in the history. Yeah. And I have my opinion. And, and you know what? My wife and I we don't agree on on the efficacy of of a mask in regards to coronavirus. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Do, do, are we divorced? Nope, nope. I it, it's 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 okay. We don't have to be so polarized about a mask. But have you seen how fired up people get? Pro mask, anti mask. That is an example well, of I what just happened. I posted last night. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 uh, but, but and, and I, I'll chime in on it. I'll try ch- like I have an opinion on it. Uh, politics I, I, have it, been thrown in into that. Politics though. and and where where I get mad, where I get for for me, uh. I feel like there is a lot of non-factual information out there that people fall for, and so they think that you can control another's life through a specific piece of legislation that is based on emotion to make people feel better. And that's just my opinion. And mm-hmm. and, and that again, that is a that is a large scale version of what we're talking about. This mask issue, right. it 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 pisses me off that it's so contentious. I don't care if somebody wears a mask. I'm not going to. I, but I don't care if other people do, right? I, I don't care. I'm not going to make fun of somebody because they feel better about. Like my wife will do that. She'll wear a mask. I'm not going to make fun it's of her. Easier, right? It, you better yeah. not. I'm no, <laughs> I no did. hell no, man. I'm afraid of her. Yeah. Four foot ten inches of terror, man. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to piss her off. Uh, but, yeah. but 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 the, the point is, the point is is. We, we have gotten to this point in, in our society where we have this real dramatic reaction to everything that is so irrelevant to the whole. Does that make sense? It, these things yeah. are irrelevant to the whole. The, mm-hmm. it, it, is, it is not conducive to a peaceful society to have such vitriol over who's wearing yeah. a mask. Well here we are and it's already almost Christmas time and you might be buying for that hunter in your life or you're buying for yourself. Let's start with the westernhuntsman.com. If you go there and check out the gear tab, we've got all the Tacticam equipment. So if you know or you are interested in filming your hunt, jump on the westernhuntsman.com forward slash gear and check out the Tacticam products from the cameras to the reveal cell cams to everything else and all the attachments. It's all there. You can also check out the merchandise tab and get you a cool t-shirt or a coffee mug or something like that. And when you do make a purchase on thewesternhuntsman.com, a portion of that proceed goes towards the fight against anti-hunters. Moving on, I want to talk to you about Scree gear. Scree is extreme mountain gear built for the wild, it's a great company with great gear that's not going to break the bank. Some of my favorite Scree items are the Hard Scrabble pants, the Hard Scrabble vest is super versatile. Get your complete layering system too, the Kodiak pants, and I love the gridger glassing mitts so keep your hands warm when you're out there glassing the mountain doing your thing. So check it out at ScreeGear.com and don't forget to use the promo code The Western Huntsman for 15% off and free shipping. Man, that's a great deal. Check it out. Screegear.com. Let's talk about Phelps Game Calls, the oldest sponsor on the Western Huntsman Podcast. Phelps Game Calls has a full lineup of elk calls, predator calls, deer calls, duck calls, anything you need call-wise. Check it out at PhelpsGameCalls.com. Phelps is a true American story built from the blood and sweat and tears of Jason Phelps himself from his garage to what it is now, one of the premier call companies out there on the market i love these guys it's a great company great products all backed by great warranties check it out at phelpsgamecalls.com and don't forget to use promo code huntsman10 for 10 percent off last but not least check out hoffman boots hoffman boots are my go-to boot they have been for many many years Uh, i love this company they are built right here in north idaho and if you are in the market for a new set of mountain boots, hunting boots, uh, you need to check them out. I love my Explorers. You can get the Explorers in the 8-inch, the 6-inch. You can get the Summits. That's another great boot. Personally, I haven't tried them, but I, I can attest that if they're anything as good as the Explorers, you will not be disappointed. So go to Hoppinboots.com and check it out. Use promo code ALL LOCK, by the way huntsman 10 huntsman 10 for 10 percent off on your next hoffman boots purchase guys that's it for sponsors i sure appreciate you guys tuning into the show don't forget to check us out on instagram and leave us a review if you wouldn't mind it goes a long way to help the show let's get back into it here we go
2: Yeah. Well, that's, or, where that, 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 yeah. that's where they're trying that's to put us. That that that. that's what face, I'm right? saying.
0: If we were manipulated like to said, this point. We we're manipulated yeah, to this like point. Just
2: like Joe said, divide and conquer. Yep. Right. If if you can get us divided, we can't unify and 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 stand up to, in my opinion, some of the tyrannical crap that's going on here here in this POS. You know, they're talking about tomorrow through January 15th statewide. To, to put the D hole covers back on. And I'm like, I'm not, no, thank you. you know, <laughs> you, you can do that. Right. I mean, they're going as far as what well, we recommend when you're having your holiday sit downs with your family, wear a mask. Are you kidding me? Like, really like what is that what is that
0: doing? and and that that is but, part that is the problem right there is is you cannot force Americans to do something like that it can be ooh. recommended it could be this it could be that but you cannot force people to do something like that because it's a medical decision so constitutionally kiss my ass but I want I wanna, I, I wanna I, I, Joe I apologize I want I want I no, back up fine, a little bit I like that this stuff yeah, fires but, me up yeah
1: but you know that's just it you know, we, within that little phase of conversation right there, the emotions that were said already mm-hmm. let other people know that you're an idiot if you want to wear a mask with your family when there are some people that feel like, man, uh, if I if if I were to bring something to my, and, and this is, I know, I know we're on a little bit of a rabbit hole here. We can get back to the other thing. But my, my point that I'm trying to make is, the emotions come into it to a point where within our own conversation, within what we're stating there, we're telling other people, well, you're idiots if you do this. And other people are like, but I don't feel that way, man. I feel like if I'm protecting, if that's what I choose to do, if I feel like you're not protecting me because you don't wear one, then are they idiots? So my point is, is
2: why is that?
1: Why yeah. Why does yeah. any of that? What does because it have to do with the price it, it, it of boils down Georgia, man?
2: Well, it, it, it's boiling down to choice, right? And, and, and
0: that's where that's the where emotion it. comes in, guy. When, right. when we're not given yes. a choice, that's where that's where right. the emotional charge g- gets ignited. And, and right. that's well, in my opinion. The, where the emotional to... charge,
1: when the emotional charge comes in, though, bud, is is that if I choose to wear a mask, right? right? If I'm following that, and I choose to wear a mask, it doesn't affect anybody because I'm wearing a mask. Exactly. If I choose not to wear a mask, does it affect other people around me? And there's where the anger comes in. No, so that's a how? that's a that's a whole other conversation. It, in it is. But and we, we can sit willing. and
0: argue about the efficacy of that all day long, long. No, no, right. no, no,
2: no, You're not going to skip over that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Uh-oh. If, if it's if, if we're saying you you do what you want to do, mm-hmm. you wear a mask. I'm OK with that. Right. If, if you want to have, you know, do the, the vaccine, I'm OK with that. But, right. but Joe just and it was funny to hear it Joe just said I'm not protecting him but he's wearing the mask and and has the vaccine or whatever but he's wearing the mask but I don't have it on so I'm not protecting him well,
0: mm-hmm. but what that, I'm saying is
2: that that's a
1: lot of the feeling out there that, that is
0: that is, from, that, is right, that is but, but, but is the emotion does not come out of out of a fact-based thing like the, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't that, make any sense y- to me. Yeah. And and well, let me ask you this, because we, we've been on this. We've been down the Joe, you call it the rabbit hole here on, on this mask. Uh-huh. But let me ask you this, you guys, you know, think back to like, um, I don't know, 1990, right? Uh-huh. Joe, I mean, you can go back to like 1929 if you want. Uh, who's Whoa, 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 whoa. Who said that?
3: <laughs>
1: No.
0: Think back to 1990.
1: Are you talking about when, 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 when cigarette smoking uh,
0: your high school days. no longer
1: happened in the public?
0: <laughs> no, I, I want to go back to like 1990, and and put yourself, you know, in that that era, that time frame. And can you right. imagine, in your wildest dreams, that there could be such a level of contention over a mask?
1: You know, I I remember watching uh, on TV, um, I forget which Olympics it was or prior to the Olympics, and and I was seeing everybody in China wearing masks, and some of these other countries that were wearing masks all the mm-hmm. time, and I was like, and I can remember thinking to myself, how how could that ever happen like that? You know, yeah. I mean, it was it was not even uh, the nearest possibility in my mind, you know, that that. That that but your reaction or, or wasn't there.
0: Someplace. Your reaction wasn't, oh, man, they're stupid for wearing those masks.
1: No, no, it was it was like, man, I would hate to live in a country where I couldn't breathe the air and risk, you know, yeah. life or 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 something because of it. You know, Well, that was I, a smog I, thing or something, wasn't it? Um, it's both been small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it then an they got hit with, the uh, with the bird flu, I think it was when that happened over there too. So, yeah. There's yeah, been a few times when like,
0: they, the like China, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the population basically, I don't know if it's mandated or what, but they're wearing masks quite a bit, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it's just a mindset. No, thing. I couldn't imagine
1: it back in 1990. I could never imagine
0: it. Me back. neither. And, Me neither.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean it's even hard for me it's even hard for me to imagine now. You know? Yeah, I mean okay. and, Oh
3: yeah. And
1: and and I pray I pray nightly for this to disappear from this earth, man. And and mm-hmm. I question what it's gonna be like for my granddaughter and I question mm-hmm. for what it's gonna be like for a lot of people. I mean, we've we've lost two members of our family because of it. We've mm-hmm. I've got um I, I went to go do business with a guy just the other day that uh, is from New Mexico. He's young. His dad was only 62 and he just lost his dad. Never had any idea that um, that he had gotten COVID and until they came to get him with the ambulance and, and that was it. And mm. and I and I didn't even know what to say to him or how to even talk about that, you know, but I mean, it's it has affected our lives and ways that we would never comprehend and you know to me the whole commentary on it is not really whether or not we wear it it's just on man how sad of a situation it is that we've gotten to this point in this world and that's the point
0: that's the point I'm trying to make there is is look you can have your personal opinion about wearing a mask I do mm-hmm. uh, so does my wife um, you can have your personal opinion on on the effects of, of coronavirus or COVID-19 and, and you can have your opinion as to how we react to it or whether or not you want to take a vaccine the point is mm-hmm. the things been politicized to an point to a point in mm-hmm. which, like back uh, going back to this 1990 phase, you know I mm-hmm. remember the days when one member of my family could be a Republican and the other member of my family could be a Democrat, and there could be Absolutely. some friendly banter back and forth, and and it was like it was more like an NFL rivalry. Oh, you're a you're a Cowboys fan. Oh, you're a Broncos fan. It was along those lines. Sure, there was some heated moments, um, but. No hatred. It, it wasn't like what it is now. Like I've had members of my family that are so extreme one way on the political oh, side that they won't even talk to me anymore. And and you right. know what? Absolutely. that it's that's bullshit. That, that's the same that commentary.
1: Is,
0: yeah, that's the same commentary. How
1: sad is it that our world has gotten to this point? exactly. Let me exactly tell you yeah. something, Jim. You know, uh, if if you, I just got to live through this with my brother man if you're in a hospital and you don't know if you're going to be seeing tomorrow you don't give a crap about what those people you yeah. don't need to have absolutely could no. care less about any of it and that's one thing i love about my crew man i mean i take a look you take a look at you know me gilbert the mafia you know cole uh Chav, all of us are our Different as far as our, our how we check mark what uh, political party we belong to, our religions, um, our ages, our sizes, our nationalities. You guys
0: argue but over who, put- who the Venezuelan mafia's boss is. <laughs> I'm like, I, come yeah, on, man. you guys got to get this figured out. There's no
1: leadership over there. Oh man, dude, Bill the, stated it, it on the podcast,
0: man. Bill <laughs> came out and said it. <laughs> he, he did, but he he's like, I'm not gonna assign anybody, boss one or boss I, I, number two anymore. I, I, look, I am the
1: friggin' leader of the mafia. I have said it. I'll say it
0: again.
2: <laughs> I swear, those, I, those, I, I think it's Chav, man. I, Chav sits back there, man, and that's like, okay, yeah, that's
0: that's, really that's a good point, guy. He just kind of you know sits what I mean? back. Yep.
2: It's it's like yeah, he's yeah, pulling he the strings.
0: To- yeah, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the,
1: Those boys that followed me around the woods for five years, I know who the leader is, man. <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs>
1: but, you know, the thing is, man, it all comes about Look, we can have conversations, and we yes. become better because of those conversations. Do we have our opinions? Absolutely, we have our opinions. And but does that mean that we're going to stop caring about each other because they're different, or we can't have those conversations, or we can't try to make each other better as a whole? You know, it, that's what it's about. And I think but
2: that's where we're really, at, Joe.
1: Yeah, I mean, but dude, this is the at. bigger picture. Do we care about our neighbor? Do we take care of the? people down the road or we so caught up in our own little world and so egocentric that we could care less and people are going, look, I am entitled. You're going to do what I do Mm -hmm. because this is what I believe. This is my belief.
0: My belief is stronger than your belief and therefore my belief is more important than your belief. Yep. And if we're going to
1: live like this, if we're going to live like that, get ready to lose a lot more of the things that you love and believe in because none of us will ever be able to join hands in one common voice to ensure that we have this lifestyle this tradition this thing that has been going on for thousands of years mm-hmm. and and I tell mm-hmm. you you know um it who knows i mean the way this world's going it might be a point where you need
2: these skill sets again for, throughout the world so. hey, there's a lot of people recently that that really started considering it and i've had conversations with people that, that know the freezers full, uh, that are like, Hey man, I think I need to start hunting. And I've heard other people talk about it. Absolutely. Well, why right. do you guys you think know? I
0: live on a remote mountain in North Idaho? I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. smarter. You're smarter than yeah. the average uh, bear. But.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I promise I'm not smarter. I'm just more leery than the average bear. I think I think it's a, the correct term, but, um, but, but
1: here's the thing too, Tim, you know, today you got three men on here, that are talking about this, you know um, mm-hmm. how, you know, everybody talks about hunting, how it's becoming, and I know I'm hitting another rabbit hole here, but how it's becoming um, a rich white man's sport, man. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've uh, heard that. It, it We're not inclusive. It's about, um, uh, in fact, I, I just read something on this today about how a lot of uh, politicians like to um, have, you know, prop pieces shot with them hunting because it gives the feel of them being masculine and strong. And, you know, those types of things, again, the whole masculinity part of it. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, all of this stuff, are we guilty as charged? Are we being inclusive? Are we, you know, are we pulling people around us in instead of closing them out? And, you know, look, I, I could, you know, my own brothers, man, they hunt down in South Texas. Right. Mm. And, you know, when I first heard, you know, they were like, yeah, you got to come down and hunt whitetail with us, you know, and, you know, they, they sit in stands and they have feeders and right away in my mind, man, I was judgmental of that. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I've been guilty like, of that too. I, yeah. I'm and I'm like, that. It, yep.
1: Yeah. And look, it might not be my thing, but it's perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, and I tell you what, until I went down there, I never understood the fact that you'd never kill a deer in that country if, <laughs> if you,
3: didn't you didn't
1: have a feeder, man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah and,
1: yeah. and then I even take it to a further sense, you know, when I think about it, like people that, you know, they put out water or things like that, but yeah, as hunters, we wait by water holes or, you know, we wait by agricultural things for them to come over a fence or we call them off private. private. I mean, look, I mean, you can pick your poison and you can expand it. To, to suit whatever it is you like, or you could get very narrow-minded. But the thing is, is we are all doing the same thing in one sense or another. And we have you know, to, even, yeah, yeah. Even even if you were to take a look at people that are vegan or, you know, that, that want crops or, you know, that land had to be killed. Animals had to be pushed off of it. It's no longer, I mean, animals lost their lives. that lived on there, whether they were mice, moles or whatever, you know, creatures ended up, you know, uh, being displaced from that. I mean, we all are doing the same thing in a sense, but yet we're all sitting in judgment of each other. And I think that,
2: that's probably the one thing that we need to look at most of all. So, so there was a study done, and I forget I had read it on Psychology Today. This is a while ago I read it, so excuse me if I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Or I do bad. So instead of us looking at method of take or what the one that kills me is the camo, um, you know, what camo or six <laughs> five, you know, the six five Creedmore guys and gals mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And we look at it as as it was put in this this article or this essay on Psychology Today. They they classified us into sex based on achievement, affiliation, appreciation, goals. Um, uh-huh. and I think there was a couple more in there, right? And and Jim, talk going back to what you were saying, they yes, they do troll us, and that's how a lot of that essay was written was research on no forums and social and things like that so you think if you read it you'll see the bias in my opinion as to those researchers and where they stood on the hunting anti hunting, hunting line anywho um maybe if we started looking at our commonality and highlighting mm-hmm. our commonalities right in those achievement affiliation Absolutely. appreciation goals that we could blur or erase that line in the sand if you will um, and, and get rid a little some bit of yeah. that divide right In, mm-hmm. instead of instead of you know thumping our chest all the time um yeah. because at the end of it we're you know it, it's it's really the same the same game and I'm man I got buddies on the east coast and listeners on the east coast and the midwest and mm-hmm. the south and man I am the first one the first one to crack on a tree stand thing but I immediately, Go to I couldn't do it because I do not have the patience to sit up in a tree for 13 hours on a day. And those right? guys, they, those that's guys, just,
0: that's that's how they were raised hunting, right? And so yes, that's that's exactly. what they know. And and you make right. a you make an excellent point, man. And I've talked about this in the past too, where it is when we when we strip away all the things that you just mentioned, like camo, uh, region, whether you're in a tree stand or you're on a on a public mountain somewhere with a bugle tube. You know, all, all those things. When you strip all that away, what is the end goal? What is the common thing that we all love? We like we, we do and not to use that euphemism that, that you were talking about. There for me it's three things that hunters all have in common. A is a is a freezer full of meat, B is a something to display on the wall as a memory as to what happened on the third thing, which is the adventure of getting that animal there. Right. In my opinion, that is those are the three things, and 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 not everybody is is looking for a big rack or anything. So don't anybody you know come at me with that. I, I like shooting uh, even if, when I get a a small buck. I keep those antlers. Uh, in fact, last year I cut them off and I made these cool things for my daughters with them. You, you know, so it I don't want anybody to mistake that for me talking about how everybody has this common goal of being a trophy hunter. That's not what I'm saying. But you can't tell me. That if you go out and somehow put yourself in front of a giant bull elk or a giant mule deer buck or a huge whitetail, that you're not going to be proud of that set of antlers. Don't lie to I me. Mean, think about it. Think Everybody's about
2: gonna it, right. Every everything we do. I mean, even even in that trophy hunting, right? Even just in those two words, we're offering a divide. Exactly, and, every, and that's that's what we need to prevent. Right, every single animal that that you shoot is a trophy to you, right? And this sounds right. so cliché and blah blah blah. But
0: I don't know, man. I shot a mule deer this year that it, I was super disappointed about, so I don't know if I can call it a trophy. <laughs> right,
2: but but the, there was the a trophy element to it, right? Else, yes, exactly, right? So, so, let's get rid of the get rid of the so
0: the, the the term trophy I'm hunter so needs to go. <laughs>
2: The, <laughs> the, get rid of the labels. Yes. No. That I, know, I know. I so, know exactly
0: what you're
1: saying. <laughs> so guy. so, and, so let, let let me ask you a question. When when our kids play in sports, are are they trophy athletes? Um, you know, when we go get a a a, a job, you know, are we a trophy worker? Um, and everything we do in life, we've been taught to try to excel to a highest mm-hmm. point of, of receiving something that is special to us.
0: Yeah. Based on our that efforts. we do.
1: Yeah. And so.
0: Man, you got I, that, a way of simplifying things in a way that I, I just can't do in my mind. That's old man <laughs> wisdom, buddy. <laughs>
1: it, it, you know, to, to me, you know, I, what I have, you know, when they say trophy or sport, if any of that, it relates to the American way of thinking. I mean, I have people every day, you know, there are millions and millions of kids that are put in, you know, these sports programs to try to win, try to win that trophy. Everybody watches millions of people watch football because they want to see that team hoist that trophy at the end. You know, they live through their their moments. And and I'm not saying that that's, you know, from for myself. You know, whether it's this tooth that I wear around my neck of, of the, the last hunt that me and one of my friends that I lost who honors him, or whether it's um a, a beer that I hang on in a place that I see every day from a turkey that I took that was one of the incredible hunts that I had there, yeah. or whether it was a photo I took of a meal that I made that was made out of elk. It's the same thing that's honoring that moment that's a memory that you have, whether it's a story, a podcast, a book, yeah. you know, yeah. all of those in their own way. Are a trophy. It's a way of of memory, you know, keeping a memory. It's a way of holding onto. And this has gone on since as as long as man. I mean, our our own Native Americans, you know that that uh, that honor their hunts and their memories and their strength and their power mm-hmm. that they did. They would certain sketch things. them
0: on the cliffs of the the, the walls. Absolutely. So wear feathers or different things. Generally, yes, absolutely, man. So generally speaking, would you say mm-hmm. that those three things that I laid out there, the the meat, the trophy, and the um, uh, the, the adventure are, are kind of a common thing that all hunters can relate to?
2: Uh, yeah. You know what I hear? I hear, and let's take the full freezer out of it, right? Let's talk about the psychological, if you will, parts of it, right? The camaraderie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The the yep. mental endurance, the mental fortitude. All that all that, it takes all that falls under adventure, though.
0: Uh, all uh, so well, I'm, what I'm trying to do is is yes, in, in my mind, it, it is part of the adventure. Well, I'll give you a great example. When when I was in the Marines and we went to Iraq, right? We were we were one of the first <laughs> units to cross that line of departure and go from Kuwait into Iraq, <laughs> and 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 we're doing this. This was this big adventure filled with camaraderie filled with dangerous scenarios filled, filled with all these things that 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 make up a war that I don't even want to get into but when i think of that there there was this level of excitement prior to going that that mixed with fear and all these other things that that play into it but the camaraderie and 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 it's all part of the adventure and and especially for for men but humans they want that. They need the adventure. And I'm not saying we all need to go to war. Uh, but I, I'm talking about we need some kind of adventure. That's why there's so many things to do. Some people get their adventure from mountain biking. Some people get their adventure from um, you know, jumping out of airplanes with a parachute. Whatever the adventure is or adrenaline rush or whatever you want to call it. This, it, it all boils down to these three things that we're looking for, and adventure is, is, is part of that. And then if the adventure is the one, however, you can expand into multiple different things. And the point I'm trying to make is if somebody goes out to a high-fence elk hunt and they uh, they th- because they don't know anything about public land elk hunting, right? They go out and they pay the money. They've got the means to go on a high-fence elk hunt. Their end goal is to get the trophy, the meat, and the adventure. In their mind, that is an adventure. And when I go out, or Joe goes out, or or you go out, guy, and and we're out on public land, non-guided, you know, doing it ourselves, kind of thing, uh, going through the motions. And and what is our end goal? It's the same damn thing. Our adventures okay, may uh, be defined a little bit differently, but the the outcome is the same. And so, where it doesn't interest me to go on a high fence hunt at all. I'm not going to knock the guy that does. Okay, does that make on. sense?
2: Let, let, yeah, it, it does, but, but let's, let's distinguish here, right? Because you have, you have a private land hunt and then you have a high fence, right? When, when, when you're saying yeah. high fence, are you refer, referring to I'm talking about a legitimate
0: flip, high fence hunt where, you know, there is pretty much a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance you're going to tag out. Yeah, okay. not but just a regular like a public land hunt. <laughs> I have but, public but, land, and or I'm well, sorry. I think there's differences there, and the reason I want
2: to say that is because is I feel like you'll get a lot of grief if you don't distinguish. Oh yeah, the difference totally, between totally. PLM but, but you could throw you know that I mean?
0: third element in there. the The goal is still the same for somebody hunting private land. I mean, I hunt private I have private land. I hunt on it, uh, and that does not guarantee me a uh, a notch tag that is for sure what I'm talking about it's
1: about opportunity yes yeah, it's about opportunity. The opportunity and yeah.
0: and how we define the adventure in our own mind I get a lot more fulfillment by going out into the wild and tracking down an elk in September and calling one in right and so th- there's no th- there's no argument with that but what my point is is the end goal is the same as it is for some you know, fellow that has a lot more money than I do that can afford to go mm-hmm. on some high-fence hunt and shoot a 400-class bull uh, that has never left a 50-mile radius, right? I'm not going to knock Got that it. guy. And, and that's what we tend to do as hunters, and, and it serves nobody, and it serves nothing. And it, I guess yeah, that's the, the point I'm trying to make.
1: Yeah, and there's a, there's a reason and a place for all of it, and everybody has to, within themselves, You know, it's like when people ask me, what is the maximum distance somebody should shoot their bow? That's not for me to decide, man. I don't know their effective range. I don't understand their strengths and their weaknesses. Only they do. And it's just like anything else like that. You know, if somebody is paying whatever they pay to go get a gold bull in a high fence situation, I don't walk in their shoes. I don't know why. I don't know what their reason, whether and, and or right away we could throw out the easiest thing is to go was well, for ego, man. You know, it um they just want to go get a giant bull and pay whatever they want to do for it. Well, you know, look, it's none of my business, really. You know, I know that that animal cannot be put into a Pope and young because it's not uh, fair chase. Um, but there's that's the reason we have those definitions. I don't know why that person would do. It. I don't know if that person is uh, has um some kind of physical weakness or if they have some kind of disability or if I I, whatever reason I don't walk in their shoes that's for them to have to face either those positives or those demons once that happens and maybe that is going to be growth within their life and something that they have to face I believe Mm -hmm. there's a reason for everything in this world and it's not for me to figure out what jim's reason is it's not mine to figure out what guy's reason is both of you guys are on your own journey and you're going to have peaks and valleys in it and you're going to have to learn from it you're going to have to face your demons and i'm not going to be able to do that for you so you know i like all we can do is is try to hope that people have that opportunity and what other shape or form it takes to be able to find out those things in life. You were asking about those three things for me, Jim, it was culture and tradition. It was about the challenge and it was about something that I understood and was passionate about. And that was being in the outdoors and taking the trail that most people don't man. I've Mm -hmm. always been the person with that unicycle mentality that wanted to do things that people said couldn't be done. And at the same time I gained respect by putting food on that table. And it was about respect for me as a hunter, as a man, as a father, as a parent, as a teacher. You know, uh, it, it was about all of that tied into it as one. That's what I got out of it. And if that's ego, mm, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I'm as, as guilty as anybody that likes people to feel like, hey, yeah, that guy can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, They're pretty we all do. Good at it. We will do. Yeah, absolutely. who says they're not is lying. Yeah, absolutely. But at the the same time, man, everything I do in my life is based on the lessons that I learned in those outdoors. And it taught me a lot of things. And it taught me not to give up. And it taught me about – it really taught me about the importance of life because I've been there. I've been there next to my animal. I've been to those – you know beside those animals when they've had their last last breath i've taken that in and i understand it And there was compassion for it and there was thanks for it and you know i i don't know that a lot of people can understand that i don't know that they can understand that for full circle and yeah, what it means yeah. to me you know but so that's not that, that's not for me to make them understand i can teach them and i can share and if they don't understand that you know that's,
2: it is what it is. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. <laughs> so, so based on what we were just saying, right, and we'll talk about, I'll, and I'll talk about me and then just listening to that and, and the thought that came up, right, for me, high fence hunting, right, if we're talking about, you know, four sides enclosed, you know, eight, nine foot fence, uh, uh-huh. call it a co-op deer somewhere down in Texas, and that's what they do, right? Uh-huh. I'm not uh-huh. talking about free range, jumping fence prop, fence lines or nothing, right? Right. And, uh-huh. you know, let it out at that feeder or two days before. I'm not with it. Like I, at this point That's in my in point? my hunting right. career, I'm not with it. But as right. you were talking and Jim was talking, and I thought to myself, if that was the only way that I could hunt, would I? Right. So if 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 we want to have that course correction, right? Put shoot put put your feet on that shoe. Would you do it if that was the only way that you could hunt? I would guarantee that 98, 97 to 98 percent of folks are going to say, yeah, I'm doing it. If money wasn't an
0: issue. For sure.
2: Um, yeah. And uh, Jim, if you don't mind, can we go? I- I'd like to go back to the ego thing. Right. Yeah, so do You it. brought that up earlier. And, and Joe hit on it pretty strong, but it keeps coming back up. And I think addressing. Uh, there's different types of ego in this. Right. And, and hear me out for a sec and then chime in. So you have the generational type guy, right? That that was brought up in hunting. It was almost a rite of passage when when dad or granddad handed you that rifle, and and you went out and you did it on your own that first time. Right now you're 12 years old, boy. You sit in this stand, or you sit in this blind, or you you know go up this ridge. That was me, bro. Was, yeah, and that's and that's the rite of passage, right? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be there's gonna be a level of, of you know chest thump in there. That ego comes in. I'm a man now how does that translate into the newer hunter and is there an issue with the ego being let me get this buck or bull or whatever it is so i can snapshot this and 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 experience that chest thump, right and i think a lot of where we damn social media is in that realm, right? Where it's this the like I don't know that it's ego driven. Is it is it really an ego thing or is this an accomplishment thing? What, what do you guys where do you guys stand on that? Because I well, think, think we said it's, ego a lot. It's, uh,
0: simply put, like you said, there's different types of ego. Um, the the ego that is normal and natural and and I think healthy is is what you were talking about. It boosts our ego when we come of age and we're given the freedom to go hunt on our own. And and if we achieve success, that it's it's the same kind of victorious feeling that you'd get if you were, you know, a high school football team that just uh, won the state championship, right? In, intrinsic value. Intrinsic yes. value. What? Great. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great way to <laughs> say it and okay. so that that's the healthy uh ego that that is that is playing into it and and in my mind there's there's also an unhealthy ego and and I've been I've been guilty of this where um you know I I wanted I've exaggerated a hunting story right it was when I was younger I I mean I sucked I still suck no. at hunting but I was terrible <laughs> I was a terrible hunter I was a terrible hunter but do you think that when I was sitting around in the bar Talking to some other hunter at the bar, I sat there and I said, hey, you know, uh, I'm a terrible hunter. I suck at this. No, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, time, I'm back bro. out there, and I took a 400-mile <laughs> shot, Yeah, you know, whatever. And and, and I think that, that I recognize that uh, and, and realize that that's the unhealthy side of it. Before social media hit, and then social media hits – and, and I think that, and again, I know, I know I rag a lot on social media, uh, but uh, a lot of negativity comes out of it. And a lot of the infighting that we're talking about comes out of it. And a lot of the, the, the unhealthy ego side of it comes out of that. And, and it is like, I don't think it's an unhealthy thing to post a grip and grin picture of the, the buck you just, you know, killed or, or elk or, or whatever. Uh, but I do think, that there is an element of, or a percentage of, folks that go out and maybe exaggerate their experience on social media for the sake of social media. It, does that make sense? Uh, it's all right.
2: Okay, so so maybe maybe we're not using the right word then, right? Because ego is just a sense of your, your self-esteem or yeah, or that's your a good point. That's a good right? point.
0: Maybe maybe we're not so, using ego right maybe maybe
2: it's braggadocious or yeah. I, I don't know but is that
0: what would be the word a... for somebody who wants nothing to do with uh meat or the, the 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 holistic lifestyle that is hunting but wants a picture holding a giant bull elk right what what would be the term for that because i know when joe posts a picture of a bull elk or when like uh, guy, you just you recently posted a picture of a of a buck. I think you'd got. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I look at that, yeah. and for me, that is a culmination of of what your lifestyle is, right? This is this is what you've worked for and you've committed to, and and that that is not a braggadocious thing, in my opinion. Um, and I'm happy for you, and I'm happy to see it, and and I'm I I want you guys to do that. I react differently if it's somebody that I feel like isn't really like, I'll give you a great example and I'm not going to use his name, but I follow this dude and he's got a big, big following and he's got a big, big podcast and, and, uh, you, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's got a very specific message, uh, on his platform. And, um, I thought he was a really cool dude. Uh, and he, he just got into hunting like, I don't know, a year or two years ago. and, he goes out, and all of a sudden, he's posting this picture of this giant whitetail buck he'd shot. This, I mean, just, uh, like, massive. I, this thing is unreal. You'd never see that in North Idaho, <laughs> that kind mm-hmm. of buck. It, it's just one of those, you know, Midwest-type kind of uh, type, type kind of bucks. Anyway, huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm all excited at first, but then he kept posting pictures about it, and um, it was the nature of which this is a very brand-new hunter, very beginner Um you know, he didn't mention the fact that I, you know, I was able to gather or or just gather from the pictures that this was not like some crazy big time hunt he went on and did by himself or, or anything along those lines. But he 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 created the perception that it was.
2: OK, but wait, does that okay. make sense? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. So, OK, back to what Joe was saying. Why does it matter? If, it, he's, it, if it's it, legal, it, ethical, it, responsible, no, why no, does it, 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 it doesn't. Your perception it doesn't. Is of, a, what what of I'm him being
0: proud of it. What I'm, what I'm asking is, is what is that defined as? And and because it, it, that is, that is something that is. It's hard to explain because it doesn't matter so, to me. I, I can care less so, if the guy goes and pays money to 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 have a guy no, take but, him out on no, private Jim, land. don't care.
1: Not, not true, dude. You do care. You well, I care. I care
0: about how it is. Perceived or, or represented, by other I, 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 right. and I, I care about how it is portrayed by that individual. Like,
2: yeah, but, just and, admit it, man. But that's like, but that's admit like me. That's that's like me asking Joe about the mask, and I got to wear a mask thing. It if, if that's his choice, that was his pursuit, his animal. Why does it effing matter? That's like me, right? I want to go, I, and I've been there. I got a freaking hunting platform. I talk about elk all the time. I love elk and I can't kill a god dang elk to save my life in the last <laughs> three years. Right. And, and not for lack of effort.
0: Right? No, I know. But I know. I
2: make choices. I make choices in the elk woods and I've had people say, dude, just shoot an elk, just shoot a rag. No, it's not. That's not what I'm there for. I am not there to appease Jim or Joe or anybody else out there. And I think the problem is and, and this is where I'm going to agree with, with your stance, is the problem is, is that we're highlighting shit to, excuse my language, because Joe is on, um, is, is to, <laughs> you got we're your highlighting I love things you too, to man. appease people, <laughs> right, that don't really matter in our pursuit. Because I guarantee you that half the people you're trying to impress ain't going to be that excited for you because you killed a 384. Right. You're going to yeah, have yeah, your, yeah. you're going to have your real folks, but then you're going to have the folks that are going to criticize every single mother effing thing about the photo, about what you really did, about where it was at, about the gear you used. Right. So if we want to blur the line in the sand. Right. We can't we cannot do that to each other. Yeah, we cannot. We absolutely can't. I could can give a shit if you walk across the road and you shoot that bull. Right, does that make you any less because you didn't go and pack in for twenty-four days, or you didn't go and I ain't doing this shit, twelve miles in the backcountry? Right? That, that's the kind of opinion <laughs> <I ain't doing. laughs>
0: that come yeah, no that I, come I, out of that. It's a it's a great point you're making, and the I, I agree with you. I think what I what I was what I was getting at was where where's that line where it's like healthy ego versus unhealthy ego, and we kind of got down a rabbit hole. Um, well, and, I,
1: I, can, I can tell you this, Jim. So either way it is, uh, us as humans, um, when you talked about that, I didn't necessarily feel bad for the people that see that picture. The person that I concern more than anything is, is that individual because that's something yeah. that they're going to have to learn on their own and that's something that they're going to have to face and that's things that they're going to have to think about. Yeah. And some people sleep great at night and they don't worry about that stuff. Um, but uh, there's a lot of people that do and it takes time. It takes maturity and it takes perspective and it takes going through that and then having to maybe say, you know, I ain't going to do that crap for other people. And, and I've heard so many people, you know, uh, I I heard Garrett just the other day on, on guys, man. And he's like, Garrett's like, I I don't want to be that guy anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be doing this. I want to be doing what makes me happy, you know? And some Mm -hmm. of that stuff was really cool for a little while, but that's not, who I am and and that's that's maturity that's that's going through life and figuring things out and and really when I see somebody that shoots a nice animal behind the high fence and I look at another guy and I go yeah but that was behind the high fence I, I wasn't doing that to put him down I was doing that to make that guy maybe think I'm better than that person So again, there's that unhealthy ego. Right. And I, I think that's, you know, well, that guy shot it with this gun or, you know, that, that guy shooting at 1600 yards, you know, he's not really a a hunter if he's doing that screw that I'm just trying to, again, put down my, those people in this same community to make myself feel better. And we got to stop it. We've got to quit, um, cannibalizing ourselves just to make ourselves feel a little bit bigger, a little bit better. Because what we do here um, is all of this, went, in the end, man, ain't going to matter for a hill of beans, man. We're going to be judged by the type of person we are. What do we want to be remembered for? Do we want to be remembered for a 480, or do we want to be remembered because we helped somebody else have an incredible experience? Are yeah, we sharing, see, what do we leave? Yeah absolutely what no
0: kind of legs
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah what are yeah. we leaving so no. all that is said it, oh sorry
0: uh, all, mm-hmm. all that said this is this is kind of laying the groundwork and in some kind of foundation to build off of of what we're trying to achieve by having these conversations which mm-hmm. uh, and and i guess that's something we should define th- this conversation that we're having like what are we trying to achieve i know that you know guy and i a few weeks back we created quite a ruckus with that with that episode. Um. You said and, you were and,
1: from the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess that's a goal. We want to create a ruckus. No, I'm kidding. Yep. What, what we want to do is we, we want people that maybe they don't understand how fragile this thing called hunting is in the year yep. 2021 and almost 2022, which I can't believe. What? Do, anyway, <laughs> we're going to – we're going into – we're coming into 2022, and – I think that a lot of hunters are, and I've, I've described it this way a million times. So for for those of you listening, I apologize, but it, it this is it's one of those things that, that that repetition is what makes it sink into people's heads. Most people, sure. most hunters, they they this, especially like this time of year. Here it is, it's the holidays. They're gearing up for you know that, and their day jobs in mortgages and minivans and you know all these things that make up our life that they kind of tune hunting out until mm-hmm. it's time to go hunting right right nothing right. wrong with that no there i'm not no. i'm not i'm not bashing that uh in any way i know a lot of people like that and you know what they're pretty successful hunters too uh so the the i, I think that the challenge that that presents is the anti-hunting movement and th- those that seek to take advantage of the fact that a lot of hunters turn it off for the year or a, that they take advantage of the fact that we're infighting or, or whatever the case is, they never sleep where mm-hmm. a vast majority of, of our demographic is asleep at the will. They they don't have time to deal with this. They don't have time to focus on this all the time. It, it, it takes these kind of conversations – so, to to help I, i'm trying to word this right <laughs> uh, you guys know how i I'm like to, to flippity flop with my wording sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i i think it takes these kind of conversations to kind of help wake us up we we need to be we need to be awakened to what the the fragility of hunting is and and what our future looks like and right and and, and that's why we're having these conversations and i want these conversations so, to continue.
1: So the goal of why I'm here and having this conversation is for the very reason you said, not all of us, we get caught up in our lives. Not all of us have the time and the opportunity to go out there. Yes, we can do it by supporting other groups. We can support the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, which I do. We can support the Sportsman Alliance, which I do. We can support those different things. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you this, because you don't have the time, When doing that, when you are out there, when you do have conversations, when you do come across those people that question your lifestyle, educate, invite, um, help other people understand, show your passion, share that passion, Mm -hmm. be inclusive and not exclusive, because even though you might not have the time this has a ripple effect and the person that you invite those, that person that you have that good conversation with, or that you share an adventure with, or that you in some way make this lifestyle a positive outlook for them. They might do that to another person or another person, or that person might just be the one sitting in a panel that's listening and has to decide whether or not a certain bill is passed, you know, You have the opportunity with every life you touch to be able to make a difference. And don't believe that you don't believe that everything and anything that you do in a positive light can then reap positiveness at some point in some place in someone's life. And it might come back to help this overall thing and protect it the way we want it to be protected. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be necessarily by always taking the time out to be there. Now that's great. That's awesome. Do that if you can. But every moment that you have a chance, don't hide from what makes your life fulfilled. Share it.
0: Yeah. Man, I love that Joe. You should run for president. <laughs> Boy, we'd be in a mess.
2: <laughs> I think we'd all be forced to wear masks. I
3: think so too. I think so too.
1: You know, <laughs> it, it, it. hey, hey, but if I if I did it, you wouldn't be forced. You would want to, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, you know, that, it, th- we, we laugh about that, Joe. But I mean, that that is a uh, a level of persuasion. You, that, that, that's a talent. And you do have that. Um, and you know, it is lacking out there. People try to force instead of persuade, uh, yeah, you know, Jim,
1: issue. I, I just, I honestly feel, man, I was told forever when I was little, man, that we're either part of the, the problem or we're part of the solution. Yeah. And you know, we can gripe and complain and give all this negativity. Negativity just feeds off negativity. Or we can try to make it better. And why tell people they have to do something rather than asking them to try to help out? And that's that's yeah. all I'm saying, you know, yeah. is we all do have a part in this. And it doesn't have to be, it, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be sharing. You know, it has to be caring. And it has to be doing for people around you the way that you want to be done. And, you know, I mean, that that's the the oldest rule in the book, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and and there's something set, you know, to be said for that. We have, you know, you and I have never physically been in in the same room together, shaking hands. Same thing with Guy and myself. But look at the friendship and the bond that we've been able to create just from being able to have these conversations and to be able to support each other and to be able to call each other friends now even without ever having that physical presence that's pretty doggone special yep. and that comes because of how people act towards each other and this and that can happen on a whole lot bigger uh surface than just us yeah
2: so yeah, so yeah, to your point jim to your point or, or what you were saying about the purpose of this right joe said it really good there by by not saying it but also having these we don't agree on everything Right. We have Absolutely. some oppositional views and stuff like that. And we get mm-hmm. fired up about things and there's a lot of stuff that we agree on. But being able to look, you know, across the Internet or whatever, right. Or, or mm-hmm. on a phone call with your brethren, um, you know, your, your hunting brethren uh, and understand that it's not all the same. And people do it for you know, different reasons and they have different outlooks and their outcomes are different, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but have but being able to have the conversation or respect someone's opinion and option. What we that's what we talk about with the mask and you know the backs and all that polarizing stuff nowadays, it's the same thing in this realm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We we gotta be able to have the conversation and laugh about the stuff and challenge each other and court sure. correct. Yep. Yeah. And,
1: and, and and I'm actually I'm I'm actually gonna correct him and not just your hunting brethren, your hunting family. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I said I said fraternity the other day and my daughter was like
2: there we go, Dad. Just guys, right? <laughs> so. No, I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. For, for yeah. me, I'm, You know, I'm all inclusive when it comes oh, to I that. Oh, absolutely, um, man. You know. It, yeah. It,
0: yeah. I, I think we all are, and and that was one of so sensitive to words. Yeah, <laughs> everybody is. <laughs>
3: uh, words have meaning.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and and, yeah. and that's the one of the other goals with this podcast is I I do want I do want some disagreement I do want some different perceptions because mm-hmm. we're we're like on this show on this particular episode we're. we're you know, we we are kind of representing um, the entire West here, right? I mean, we've got we've got Joe. He's down there in New Mexico. Probably doesn't even mm-hmm. know what a snowy Christmas looks like. No, I'm kidding. You guys get snow where you're at, don't <laughs> you? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. Because you're in the it high is. country. I'm going
1: to this year. Though. I, I, think,
0: a I think people people think New Mexico, they think the desert, right? And, but I will tell you, yeah. one of the cold. I think I've told you this before, Joe. Yeah, is you did. Yeah, when the,
1: you were going through. Your yeah, coffee even coming through. Yeah. My
0: my coffee froze from the moment I got out of that that truck stop into my truck. It was like ice on oh, the man. top. It, that's how cold it was. <laughs> it was so cold. Anyway, um, yeah, so we've got we've got Joe down in New Mexico. Uh, we've got a uh, guy over there in California uh, with his Birkenstocks and but he, yeah. no I'm kidding. <laughs> of a bitch. You knew I was coming with that you knew uh, I was coming with I was it. waiting for it was, I had that fired that, up but... I, that was it's been in the queue all day So no <laughs> we've got guy he's representing from and, California and, and a and a, tra- and a transplanted gym up in <laughs> <laughs> And then you've got this dude living in a Walton up in North Idaho uh, no, yeah. no, we. But the the point is, is we do have different perspectives. We hunt uh, in different ways, in a lot of the same ways. And we hunt. Um, we 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 perceive things differently. We see things differently, and, and how we go about creating solutions may be a little bit different. But the 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 end result is going to be the same. And that's why I want to mm-hmm. continue having these conversations. And I uh, I know we're ru- we're running super long. We got to wrap this up here. Uh, but this this is essentially. What we're going to continue talking about as we go through the winter, and, and we're going to start formulating solutions that make sense oh. and are, are easily achieved, and by easy, I mean it's it's participatable. Is that a word, Joe? You were the teacher, right? Participatable. Hey, if yeah. you
1: say it, it's a word, right? It I came think out of
0: your mouth. If uh, you know what, <laughs> <laughs> who needs nowadays, a Webster dictionary? Listen to the Western <laughs> Nowadays, constantly. They
2: invent words all the time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's, it's man. Participatable.
3: If it's not Now it will be next week.
1: Okay, <laughs> sure. so
0: I'm going to invent the new word. Participatable. It's it's hey, just, everybody just, you know, can participate no matter their means or their uh, you know amount of time they have. I want yeah. to make it a. a Whatever solutions and, and ideas we can come up with, I want everybody b- to be able to participate. Dot, dot, participatable.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, you know, you're, you're Do you, you know what Verlaques are?
0: Say that one more time.
1: Verlaques? No. Have you I ever heard the. Uh uh. Uh heard The uh-uh, uh-uh. guy have the you heard the that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've heard the Venezuelan mafia say they get the laques
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard have that? heard them say that. Yep. Okay. The shakes. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah they get the vetalakis. Man, that's a uh, that's like <laughs> buck fever or something like that. <laughs> well, it's 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 so funny. It's a complete made up word. Um in, in Spanish, but everybody now now associates it with bookkeepers. So. <laughs> is it seriously? Yeah. Is that made up? Yeah, it's totally made up, man. Uh, it, it it sounds like what it is, but it, it's not a real world. It was created okay. by okay. that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, got, it, that it was created by Manano's you. dad.
0: God, those guys, oh, yeah. Man, I gotta yeah, tell check you, those guys the guy. delivery they have on some of the stuff they say, I they, they crack me up like
1: Oh, they're too much, man. You got to
0: love them. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. So, check this out, guys. So, the other day, a a friend of mine used to work for me, you know, asked me to go to lunch, and uh, we're at lunch, right? He's like, man, you've been hunting. And I was telling him, you know, I just went out, blah, 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 and we're talking. He's like, you know, and and this guy, I've seen him come around, right? He's like, yeah, you know, that's crazy. I couldn't kill a deer and, you know, no guns, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, boss, what gun should I get? You know, and how's that? And you know, you got me venison in the freezer, and we're sitting there talking. And uh, he's Hispanic, and I said, "Yeah, man, you get, you know, you get to that point where the vitillocky's kicked in," and he kind of looked at me puzzled. And no not, wonder, it's not even a frill. It's not even a real freaking word. You're this dude that? trying to. What, what is, is he trying on? to say to me? Hey, you're lucky it wasn't <laughs> like VM.
0: a like a bad word that they.
3: <laughs> just didn't
0: The damn a Mafia would make up word. That's how they get you, man. Uh, the Venezuela Mafia. Uh, that's how they. That's how they strike. That is too yeah. funny. Yep. Yep. Oh, they're t- yeah, it's hilarious, man. No, but great. I hear so many people using it
1: now instead of listening yeah. to us.
2: It's hilarious. Yeah. I thought, I thought I had something going on there. I was relatable. <laughs> I, I thought I was being relatable to him
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jack, oh, asshole, that man. That is that's great. That's hilarious, dude. Oh, <laughs> my God. All hey, guys, I, I hope we ruffled can. some
1: feathers today. I I, I hope we did. Um, I'm I hope sure you we get did. Get a whole lot of emails, man. Uh, I I can think of something to say to ruffle it. Oh, before we go, I'll just say this, man. Corners in Montana is it Montana or Wyoming that's going through the Wyoming. the the? Wyoming, yeah.
0: So, no, 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 Wyoming. Uh, yeah, Wyoming.
1: Yeah. What is it? Wyoming.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Wyoming. To, yeah. Wyoming. 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 yeah, Wyoming. I got you. <laughs> I, I got you. Sorry about that. I'll shut up.
1: Yeah,
0: so uh, you know, public
1: use of corners, man. Public use of corners. <laughs> so yeah, that might rile some feathers. <laughs>
0: it might, but uh, I, I mean, people need to know about it, and and I think it's it speaks to n- none of us are residents in Wyoming, uh, but mm-hmm. we're we're all three aware of it. And yep, yep, and absolutely. that's I, I think it, it it can be a burden guys to you folks listening it can be a burden but this is the kind of stuff we got to keep up on because we have we have to support each other we all have to carry the the weight on our shoulders of everything outdoorsmen that we do the fly fishermen with the bow hunters with the rifle hunters with the trappers with everything that that goes into this kind of lifestyle if if we allow one thing to fall apart, it's like this chemical makeup. One of the one of the you know molecular whatever you call it. What what am I a scientist? Falls out of this thing, you know. We don't have a makeup anymore. We we don't have what what it is that makes it us. And and so we have to all work together. And and that's the point of these conversations. I guarantee you, we've ruff, we've ruffled some feathers, and and I'm okay with that. I think that the the point and the goal of Bringing these things to light is going to be achieved, and, and as we carry these conversations on, uh, we're going to find a way that exemplifies the fact that ruffled feathers are not, we're still a family. We're still hunters, and, and that man. is the goal. That is the goal. We might have a different road as to how we get there, but the road is going in the same direction, and we've got to get there. Otherwise, our future is in jeopardy, and we do need to recognize the fragility of of our hunting future. Um, and and that's with that, guys. You got you got any closing thoughts? Uh, anybody that wants to wrap this up? Yeah, man. Uh, let's make
1: that let's make that ten percent. Get it back up to twenty percent. Keep mm-hmm. be inclusive. Yeah. Be inclusive.
3: Yeah.
2: And and I'll say what I said earlier, right? Think about the future. You know, the only way that we're going to get there is together. Uh, if we yep, if we absolutely. stay divided, we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna lose that you know lose that argument about the corner crossing, whatever you know, whatever side of that you're on. Uh, and then Jim, I'd like to since we're going to be doing, are we doing monthly? Did we decide if we're yeah, doing let's monthly? do monthly. yeah, couple? yeah, yeah. Let's do so, monthly. So let's give a little. Uh, I, I gotta. I want to tackle. On our next one, and I think uh, I think we can bring Garrett in on that one because he had expressed some wanting to, to ramble or vent or uh, rant. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to talk about hunter opportunities uh, as residents and the views on hunter opportunities with out-of-state hunters. Uh, great I think conversation. It's a great one. Man. Yeah, It'd be a great conversation to you know fire it up and and you know really look at where we stand. I know Idaho has some differing opinions. California, we really see too many out-of-state hunters. Uh, we do, but the numbers aren't anything like it. And I think Garrett could chime in on some of that with, you know, with some of his. So um, yeah, I'd like to talk about that the next one, just to I, give I everybody think that's kind a, of a, that's a great
0: one. I, I don't think you could find a more contentious issue than that. So let's, let's plan on that and let's, let's talk about it uh, and, and bring it up. Uh, I, I think that's a, yeah, that's a great conversation. So, this this conversation and the one you and I did last month, guy, I think uh, were the were the two that just kind of set the stage for for the rest of these conversations. Joe, would you be willing to come on in the future and, and have another one of on these conversations? Absolutely. And so yeah, so we've we've always got we've always got that in our pocket. Um, I, I think you guys both um have well, we gotta just have a grandpa lot. Time. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do it at grandpa time.
2: We gotta um, find it. we gotta find a topic that gets
0: Joe. Off his rocker
2: a little bit. Yeah. yeah do, I, that just get, like,
0: he's just not nearly as emotional about piece. stuff as we are, no, man. man I, Joe, and I have so to watch my mouth when he's on. Yeah. It's cool no, no, and smooth dude.
3: and. <laughs> No. <laughs> just cool that's as a cucumber Cool yeah,
1: as a man, cucumber that's a, at all times that's I something you.
2: That jabs at that
1: Dude, you guys don't see It's a good thing we're not on camera Because you don't see me over here beating my chest And flipping you off and all
2: that
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Gillia doesn't, doesn't flip the bird to anybody Come on uh, No, I,
2: he's flipped me off I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, California
1: I thought that was a California howdy, bro I thought I was <laughs> <laughs> I was being
0: nice uh, oh man <laughs> California
2: salute that's about it
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I appreciate it guys I'm gonna I'm gonna stop Absolutely. this recording here thanks again for joining joining me on this one uh guy you gonna put this out on yours too or
2: I'll, I'll wait you still haven't sent me the first recording yet, SOB
0: oh man I I actually have yeah. something to admit with that uh I don't Somebody me lost I, it. I did. I did. Now, I can't. Oh, you don't want to share the love. So we're, no, we're I do. It. I we're do. Doing. I went to send it to you, and I noticed that, well, let me stop this recording, and I, I, I'm going to explain it, because I might have a way to revive it. <laughs> um, guys, well, thanks for did. tuning in. Uh, we had Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you, guys. Those of you listening, thanks for tuning in and listening. Make sure you're checking out the Elk Bros on Instagram and Western Contours at instagram on instagram gosh i can't even spit this out straight uh western <laughs> fly covers on instagram and uh yours truly the western huntsman it's all on instagram um thanks again guys that was a great talk
2: thank you peace man. Peace appreciate y'all.
0: it you made it all the way to the end